new show. It's actually same show, new co-host, same great sponsors, Liesl Hayes. Hello, hello. I I wanted you to yell my name though, like you did for Jason. Here we go. Okay, Liesl. Yes, that's so much better. The Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people of Lee Summit by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds. Do you know they have enlightened shades? Have you ever been? The enlightened style the shades? The enlightened style shades. That's what I meant. They are your home for enlightened style shades. Listen, if you want to make your home an awesome home, whether, mm. it's, whether it's shades, other interior design things, like we even made a pillow. We designed a pillow. I have not heard about this and pillow. And they made it for us. Did you know they did all the blinds in our house? All I believe of them. It. I believe it. They're just so legit. And they're really awesome people. They are great supporters of our community. They show up to things, they volunteer to things, they offer financial support yep. to many things. So look, if you're ready to go make your home, an even more awesome home, and you want to support a local business run by good local people, just go visit our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. I'm going to say this for the first time. Tell them Nick and Lisa will say you. Uh, yes. The Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is also brought to the people by Ask Kathy of Keller Williams Realty. Ask Kathy is celebrating their 20th anniversary this year. That is so legit. That's a long time helping Lee Summit families. A long time helping more than 2,300 families buy or sell a home in this community. That's dedication. That is pure dedication. And the housing market, it just keeps changing. So you got to have somebody who's there to help you out. You got to have the experts. And they are, as a matter of fact, during 2021, they sold homes for 104% of the asking price. That is unbelievable. I want them to sell my house. Do you? Do I you mean, really want to move? Not right now. Not right now. But I would pick them. You would pick them. I would pick them. Yeah. yeah that's 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 a good thing. Did you know they also have four hundred five star reviews on no. Google? That's insane. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't write reviews. Do you? No, not usually. We should do that. More we should often. do that more often. And you know what? You should write a review about them because they are awesome people. They're local. They love the community. They are really focusing on helping people in this community buy or sell their homes in town. And you know what? Go call him. Tell him Lisa Nick sent you. Yeah. If y'all have never seen Santa Claus dance, you are missing out. Totally missing out. Welcome back to the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast. I'm your host, Nick Parker. And back with me after our short little Thanksgiving holiday break, Liesl Hayes. Hello, hello. I am so excited about today. I, I really am too. And I, I'm happy to have you as the co-host continue. So you haven't, you know, you haven't gotten tired of me yet. I mean, not yet. It's probably going to happen here pretty soon, but I still like you at least for now. At least for now. <laughs> I can, I can <laughs> handle that. Hey, awesome guest today, guys. Santa's back! Santa! <laughs> yeah, she's going to continue to like you through the holidays, let's put it that way. <laughs> Just to cover her bases. We did not get to have an interview with you last year because of my poor scheduling habits, but you are back. You're I'm, in studio for the first time. This is the, your first time in our studio. I'm in the vault, yes. This is wonderful. 
So uh, what we even changed recently new comfortable chairs just just That's because very, I knew you were coming. Very nice. Yes, I like. Very nice. He's just trying to get on the good list this yes. year. Well, it's it's a it's a long climb uphill for him. I know. I've heard. I, I feel like I've done a few good things, Santa. And you know when I've the few bears I've poked, I, I feel like maybe they deserved it. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> that that counts somewhat, but you always uh, somehow even things out. I don't know how. Well, I try to associate myself with decent people, so I bring I bring Liesl in, who's a good human. Yes. So maybe she'll balance me out a little bit. I want good by osmosis. I'm not sure that's a thing, but we can try. Can I can I do some lobbying to the <laughs> yes, North Pole for you that? Can. <laughs> You can. We're not sure how it's going to go because I think he's the one who comes up with the criteria. That's that, that's true. Santa, how the heck are you? I'm doing well. How are you all? I'm good. Good. That's wonderful. I'm excited uh, for Christmas. And I'm excited that you were coming back. I Actually, today I came in and I was kind of cleaning up around the studio here. And I put myself, I put a playlist on. It was all music, all songs about Santa. I mean, how could you possibly go wrong? I, it was great. I mean, I'm in the mood now. The only thing to make that better would be a cookie and a cup of hot chocolate. Oh, I, I got to make a note. Gonna, you do next, need to make a note. Next year, cookies and milk in studio. I mean, you could just go down to the cookie jar bakery, you know? That's well, we, right now. We'll take over. You go get cookies. Yes. I love this idea, <laughs> Santa. I, I feel like I'm getting pushed out of my own show here. I will tell you that we are, you know, we're in Bridge Space in downtown Lee Summit. Mm-hmm. There is a door out the back of the building that is labeled the cookie jar door. Oh. So we can just walk straight across the lot to cookie jar. And you get probably some- should not have told me that. <laughs> Santa, do you have a bakery on site at the North Pole? Oh, we have a huge kitchen. The elves bake all the time. It's a huge oven up there that they use. Yes, they can bake hundreds of cookies at one time. I love this. Now, everybody knows the stories and the, the advice to leave cookies and milk for Santa. Mm-hmm. Is that actually your favorite baked good? Um, a good chocolate chip cookie is very hard to beat, but, um, you know, if I'm across the pond, as they say, a nice mince pie is pretty good also. And I get left that quite a bit. Ooh. Yes. So, uh, are there different traditions then around the world as far as what to leave you? Oh yeah. Sometimes you never know what you're going to get. (laughs) Yeah. Some things are better left untouched. Does, (laughs) Does Santa have special elves that maybe go taste before he gets there? No, but that's a great idea. I don't know if the elves would really go for that or not, though. Maybe in your next negotiations. We'll have to negotiate and see how that goes. Which actually leads me to a question from my son, and you know my son, Charlie. Good Charlie, yes. He's he a ha- wonderful kid. He has, well, he's look, a kid. Look, your child's on the good list, just not you. Well, look, look in spite of his father, he's turning into a good human. He can but, overcome anything. But you know he always likes to come up with challenging questions for you. Sure. Oh, yes, I'm aware. So speaking of negotiations with the elves, mm-hmm. he really wants to know, are the elves unionized? A local union 1225 of, of the elves of the world. We see what you did there, Santa. That was good. Or the EOTW. I like Elves that. of the world. Oh, elves of, of the, the world. Elves of the world. I love I this. I like it. Now, so I got to imagine that's a tough negotiation because there are a lot of elves. There are a lot of elves. There's, there's one of you. And How there's, many there's, elves would you say? At the pole, 
3,674 as of 8 o'clock this morning. Wow. Does, does, does that mean that, that more elves happened quickly? It's not like rabbits, so no. <laughs> I'm just giving you the latest stats. We like to be very precise at the poll. Accuracy is important. Yes. Well, then the negotiations can be a problem because the elves always say, we never make mistakes. We're at the North Pole. We never make mistakes. So therefore, of course, that makes negotiations interesting. Well, and, and here's a question. Are Do the elves... Are there elves that are older than you? Uh, oh, yes. Uh, there are a couple that are over 2,000 years old. They're, they're known as the ancient brothers of the elfhood. Wow. I, I would imagine that they're, uh, when they speak, it carries much weight. It does, although they're very small, so they don't carry much weight. <laughs> but yes, what they, what, they, what they bring to the table, what they say, yes, goes. So... What's the average life expectancy of an elf? Well, we don't know because it so far it hasn't been the end of an elf's life hasn't been realized. Well, and and you know, when did you get in the game? Uh I'm I'm 7 1751 uh this year. And uh it was uh I was probably 50 no 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 65 when I first joined the uh North Pole Gang, as we call it. And they, the elves at that time, you know, they made toys. They, they always have liked to build things. But they had no, I guess you would call it now, distribution system or some way, <laughs> some way to deliver it. They, they said they couldn't deliver it. They needed someone to deliver it. And somehow, some way, they thought that I was worthy of doing that. And uh, I was recruited, I guess you could say. And as part of the recruitment process, they said, at the North Pole, you will live forever. And in your travels during the night, you know, the night travels with you, as they say. So you will always have time to make your deliveries around the world. How did that, I'm curious about the recruitment process. How does that, how does that happen? Well, first of all, they uh, kind of maybe made it seem like I... How shall I put this? Died. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because like, like when you when you bring up that story of the recruitment, all I can think of are like bad CIA movies. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it wasn't anything like that. It wasn't. It wasn't anything like that. I was brought to the pole, and uh, you know, they uh, told me what they told me and showed me what they do and everything, and they said that uh, I was chosen by them to deliver everything, which was kind of mind-blowing, and I didn't know how we would do that, and especially in one night. But they said by sleigh and reindeer, and then I really didn't know how we were going to do that. But uh, So did they have to convince you to be a believer? I, well, yeah, because it's a little overwhelming. Come on. 3,000 little people, about three feet tall, running around at the top of the world. I mean, couldn't you pick a more warm Place to be. <laughs> well, I'm intrigued by that, right? Because how often do we talk about believing? This is true. And, and, and kids and the belief and, and can we keep that going as we grow up? But it, I like that part of the story that, that you had to find your belief. Absolutely. Every, I think everyone has to do that. I, you know, seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. So I think that uh, everyone has to uh, work at that. And I know it's tough for people that aren't at the top of the world, the North Pole, because... 
you know, every, especially these days, everyone wants to see everything and they want to see it right now. And we feel like we can. Right. And they feel like they can, but you can't quite see everything. So you were 65. Mm-hmm. Was Mrs. Claus with you? Or uh, that, did you meet her later? No, she was with me. So we were both recruited and went to the poll, as I said. And then, uh, you know, her role originally, this was a long time ago, was just to be supportive and everything of what we do. But, uh, you know, over time, her role has expanded. She runs the workshop, especially this time of year when I'm kind of out and about all over different places all over the world. And uh, she uh, she's the backbone of the organization. And she also keeps her eyes and ears open for special situations, you know, where we can come in and maybe help some people that really need it. I don't want to take all of the time away from Liesl because this is her first time with you in the uh, recording. But I do, I do want to ask this question. After 1,700 plus years, mm-hmm. are you still inspired? Does it still, do you still have that same drive? What keeps you going? Christmas keeps me going. I think it's that important. It's important for everyone, especially in the world we live in today with so many bad things always hitting you in the face. I think that uh, Christmas is the one time of the year where people can agree on things, are kind to each other, are kind to those that need help most. And I just think that, uh, you know, it's the most important time of the year. And I get inspired by that because I see what we can do if we really try. And it's very important to carry that spirit of Christmas all through the year. Tough to do, but it's worth the challenge. All right, Liesl, I'm going to shut up now. No, It's your turn. I want to know how you help people keep that spirit alive all year round. Well, that's that's tough because it, uh, you know, after the Christmas season, it kind of starts to fade a little bit. But if you can inspire people, I think that's the key. Inspire them, not by showering them with gifts necessarily, but in showering them with hope and the idea that we should all help each other. That's something that can sustain itself all through the year. You know, the pay it forward, I guess, type of thing that uh, is popular now. And I think if you do that, you do keep that spirit in your heart. So I think that's, uh, that's the most important thing. By the way, I was told there was going to be a, uh, a cookie break in here somewhere. What happened? Oh, what did happen um, to the cookie break? Nick, you intern. were... Intern. <laughs> Nick, we don't have any interns. Oh. I hate to break it to you. We're not that cool yet. Note for next year, hire intern for cookies. So you don't have a CD over there? No, I do not have a cookie dispenser. Ah, uh, very good. He oh, remembered. Wow. Like, like I, this ain't my first rodeo with Santa. He remembered. What is a cookie dispenser? Well, it dispenses a warm chocolate chip cookie and then also fills your mug with uh, hot chocolate. We have one on the sleigh. As if I don't get enough to eat on Christmas (laughs) Eve. What is your favorite uh, snack that people have left you? Uh, Well, chocolate chip cookies are one of my favorites. Uh, The M&M cookies, basically the same thing but very colorful. I like those. And then, of course, if I'm across the pond, say a nice mince pie is really quite tasty, I must say. But I've had some over there leave me one of their warm beers, and that is not tasty at all. Oh, that doesn't sound Santa does not want a warm beer. No, No, not a warm beer. you got to keep that cold. Uh, Some stouts you might want warm. Uh, No, I do not. 
Oh. <laughs> All beer needs to be cold for Santa. Okay. Now, uh, I don't know if we should probably say that. Okay. <laughs> say that okay. sentence. Okay. Now, uh, ed- here, edit, please. Uh, edit, children, edit children, out. children, do not children, listen to this part. It's no. So, speaking of snacks, what, what do the reindeer really like? I mean, do they really like the carrots and the celery and all the things we leave out for them, or what do they really want? Well, I think probably really what they like uh, to get into is is you know, simple hay and oats and things like that. Uh, They'll eat the carrots. You do realize, though, and not many people probably realize this, that reindeer do not have top teeth. Really? They have bottom teeth, but they don't have top teeth. So chewing carrots really is a little bit tough for them, but they can swallow them. So uh, uh, should we puree before we leave out? Saute? Could you do? Saute puree? Maybe, maybe a little uh, uh, baby food, you know, where they uh, you know, they mix it all up. Little, little jar little jar of carrots. There you go. Yes, yes. <laughs> you heard it here first, people. A now, little jar of carrots for the reindeer. There we go. They were breaking news on the Town Hall That's podcast. Right. Yes. <laughs> Well, so you, I mean, you get to eat a lot of snacks at, at these stops because people, but do you, do you pack a, uh, other than your cookie dispenser, do you pack a, a special road trip snack on Christmas Eve? No, no. I mean, I get, I get everything, you know, I get uh, sometimes bagel, depending on where I am, bagels are left for me, bagels and cream cheese, which is pretty good. Yeah. You know, Germany, sometimes I get some sausage left under the tree and sometimes it's good and sometimes, eh. <laughs> but you know you and then you know if you go to mexico you get sometimes uh, some mexican food items left out for you that's good too so i get a variety i don't need to take anything look look as has as been said many times on this show anytime there's tacos around mm-hmm. that's a good that's a good time <laughs> does anybody ever leave you bacon no but that's a great idea it, you know bacon's always good so i would accept bacon okay I don't, want, I don't want any turkey tacos, but I'll take bacon. Santa, I'm going to change your mind. <laughs> I don't think so, so Nick. So, look, we're, let's refresh here and let everybody know what we're talking about, because that was, that was before the record button here was going. So, a few years ago on this podcast... My, my my former co-host, who we shall not name, because he's banished now. Punish he's so him. banished. Naughty um, list banished. Right. We were talking about tacos, and we were talking about leftovers with Thanksgiving. I like to make a leftover turkey taco. I, I start with a little, little schmear of branded cranberry sauce on my tortilla. I use a flour tortilla for this one. You can go corn if you want. Could you go slower? I'm writing this down. This sounds awful <laughs> some leftover, Some leftover turkey. A little cilantro, some diced onion. Now, if you want to get crazy, fresh guacamole. Oh, my gosh. And then some hot sauce. I don't know. You're, I'm struggling with this, Santa. Are you struggling with this I'm going. I'm going to the cookie jar. I know, right? (laughs) Me too. The world will thank me later. This is a good way to mix up your leftovers from Thanksgiving. Oh, my goodness. You could make a cookbook. I should make a you cookbook. You should make a cookbook. Your gastroenterologist will thank you later. <laughs> yes, they will. <laughs> the rest of the year, Santa, I mean, are you still eating cookies and, and sweet things all year round? Or do you try to uh, mix it up and say, hey, I'm going to go savory for the next nine months? <laughs> yes, I've often just sat back and thinking, you know, I think I need to go savory. <laughs> now, Mrs. Claus would be like, wants to cut out the uh, sweets for, you know, January, February, March, you know, maybe some soup, some nice vegetables, 
things like that, you know. To balance out. Yes. And making sure that the coat still fits. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Santa, do you actually, with all of your magical powers, though, I mean, do you ever gain weight or you just kind of stay the same all the time? Let's go with stay the same. Okay. Stays the same all the time. <laughs> Look, the weight is like his age. It doesn't change. Yes. I love that. Well, my, my age does go up in years. So, therefore, eh. But you look the same. Thank you. Always. I, I appreciate that. It looks the same. How Wait. old are you again, Santa? 1,751 this year. Wow. That's, ah, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't feel a day over 500, really. So, you know, you get... <laughs> <laughs> so, that was a that was a slow kicker for me. <laughs> you get all the time everybody telling you what they want for Christmas. Now, without giving me the easy answers, what does Santa want for Christmas? For Christmas, well, uh, I'm going to give you the easy answer first because that's what I always give. I, I like a nice winter, long winter's nap. Uh, gone for world peace for centuries. So far, that hasn't worked out very well. All of us are letting you down year after year. Really. We really do. <laughs> this feels like it should be Festivus. <laughs> you, all have dis- you all have disappointed me in so many ways, and I'm going to tell you exactly how. I really don't want Santa's airing of the grievances. I feel, <laughs> no. I feel like there's no coming back from that. That's I mean, right. it's going to put a whole new spin on you're making a list. List of all the grievances. <laughs> no, for Christmas, I like the thing that I want the most and I don't really care about the gifts at all because, honestly, honestly, if I want something, I can make it or have the elves do it uh, if I want it made correctly. <laughs> uh, I just like to have the Kringle family together around the tree, have some nice food to eat. Everybody opens their gifts, and you just spend time together. That's, you know, that is the most important thing because especially nowadays with the world the way it is and it's so fast-paced and everybody has to have everything right now, uh, I think that if you just take at least that day and just spend time together and enjoy it as a family, it is the best. Do you have, I, I, I like that. So do you have a favorite uh, family Christmas memory? One that stands out to you and after 1,751 years? <laughs> I mean, there, there are a lot. Uh, one of my favorite uh, Christmases involved, well, this was when I was a little tyke centuries ago, uh, getting a a uh, a train for Christmas that uh, I played with to, until I finally wore it out. You know, everybody gets a gift once in a while that they really like, and they just play with it until it absolutely is destroyed. And that was one for me, and I I've never forgotten that. And granted, it was you know several centuries ago, so it was made out of blocks of wood, but still, <laughs> you know, it was a favorite. And I'm sure everyone has their you know the gifts that stick in their head from when they were a kid, something that really stood out that they really liked. Liesl? Mm, I was going to ask you. Well, I will. And, I, and what, I, what strikes me is this, actually. The gift that always comes to mind is not, like, the coolest electronic toy or the year I got the giant Transformers toy. I, I loved Transformers. Transformers were very cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a board game. My brother and I, Santa, brought us a board game, the Dukes of Hazard board game, which... We'll, we'll avoid the talks of why we don't watch Dukes of Hazard anymore in today's world. We're smarter now, more aware. But that was the that game, like just that board game. We Our family liked to play cards and board games, but that thing just hit at the right moment. And I think for 
probably a year straight, my brother and I and the family and our friends played that board game over and over and over again. That's amazing. That was, I don't know, that one just sticks out to me. I love that. Mine was the Skip It. So I don't know if you all remember the Skip It, but it basically had a ball on the end. There was like a hoop that was attached to it and you put it around your ankle. And what I loved about it is... I would play it on the playground all the time. I was pretty quiet as a kid, but I would literally just do that for hours, hours and hours. And then I loved looking at like how many times I had gone around. That's amazing. You know, I'd totally forgotten about the skip it because it was basically like a hula hoop for your ankle and with the ball and you jumped over. Did you get pretty good at it? Yes, I did. Yeah. Uh, those were very popular at one specific time. Some to- It's amazing how some toys are the rage, but only for a specific time, and then they are gone as quickly as they arrived. So, Sienna, on that note, you know, there are a lot of toys that have come back over the years. What has been your favorite resurgence of a toy? Oh, boy. Um... Do you all have any particular favorites that you're thinking of? I'm not trying to think. Well, Transformers, duh. Well, yeah. Tra- <laughs> did Transformers ever go away, though? Uh, you know, really? I think they kind of faded a little bit. And then, you know, there's been movies now that bring them back. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was that was my favorite. So, for me, I, I, like, I like the classic uh, the board classic board games that have kind of resurfaced over the years. You know, I, I nothing... Nothing flashy for me, just the, the basic board games that have come back over the years. I like those. I like a little Trouble. Trouble's oh, good. Oh, yes. Trouble is well, a good game. Well, sorry. Sorry. Sorry can be very dangerous because you can play. Now, there's Cutthroat Sorry. Yes. Where, <laughs> what does that look like? Well, it's where you, when you land on the spot where the opponent is, instead of removing their uh, token or whatever it's called, you do it for them by slamming into it and knocking it off the wall. Oh, <laughs> and then wow. you then, and then you say, "Sorry." <laughs> well, you know, and remember, it had that little popper for the dice in oh, the middle. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We must have broken like seven of those games just because you you hit punch it, it so, so hard. hard. Wait, I thought that was trouble. Wasn't trouble the one that had the dice in the middle that you would pop? Am I confusing them? I don't know. I thought it was sorry. Oh, maybe it is. I think it's trouble, actually. It is a trouble? I believe it is trouble. Now I'm getting them confused. Now you're in trouble. Yeah, probably. Parcheesy. <laughs> Parcheesy, yeah. Parcheesy was a good one. Yeah. I was not never really a huge fan of Monopoly. Oh, really? No. It takes too long, and it's... I don't There's know. No and, real and, strategy. You're just, and you're destroying people. Right. Yes. Well, maybe this <laughs> doesn't exactly fit with Santa's theme. No, no. Why this is my children's favorite game. But I will say it's amazing to me because, you know, it, Basically, all of our kids, there's a lot of electronics, right? So when we can get them in front of board games and playing with each other, it's great. My kids will play Monopoly for hours. Really? It's fascinating to me. That's amazing. You mentioned that one of your favorite gifts. My mic just went. Is it? I'm wondering, like, oh, is it, like, my phone? No? Um, okay. I don't know what it is. We're good there. I, I wanna... moved my purse away, though, and somehow that stopped. I wonder if it was... I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, Nick. It's okay. I'll, I'll do a little editing today. Okay. 
You mentioned earlier Train. That, that was one of your favorite gifts. Right, yes. A favorite board game of ours, Ticket to Ride. Very good. I don't know if you've played uh, that one. Kind of a train game. It is a train game, a little travel. Mm-hmm. We have several versions of different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. We even have a card game version. Do you? So if you're traveling, you don't have to take all the pieces. That's a wow. Wow, Very that's hardcore. amazing. Oh, yeah. Now, I always thought maybe you also liked we're a Trivial Pursuit guy. Uh, yes. we. So that was, that was big, like, in the 80s. Right. We even had this the nerd side of my family growing up. We had a mash Trivial Pursuit game. Oh, really? Uh, I so totally forgot that, about that. That show was our thing as a family unit. We would watch that. I got to stay up late mm-hmm. to watch it when it came on. And when my parents got the first VCR when they first came on, that is what they did. They would record. So we grew up rewatching <laughs> all of the episodes. I, I, like, I could probably, if you turn it on, I could probably do the dialogue with the show. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. I, that's I'm not sure that's anything to brag about. It just shows how much we watched. <laughs> but we had we had MASH Trivial Pursuit. Wow. That it, is very specific, Nick Parker. MASH Trivial Pursuit. You know what? And I, I will say this. One thing that came to me that I really, and it's not really a toy, but one thing that I'm fascinated that it ever came back, but I'm so happy that it did, is Vinyl Records. Yes. Oh, How about that? Yes. I never thought we would ever see vinyl records ever again. And they again. are making a comeback. They have Bluetooth record yeah. players now, so yeah. you can just connect it to your speakers. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yes. I still have some some vinyl left. Yes. I hope they're good. They've been in storage for a while. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, to me, it's amazing. I thought that vinyl, all vinyl was gone. There's nothing quite like that sound. Mm-mm. There really isn't. I mean, my dad... Every single, the, the day after Thanksgiving, he would pull out the Johnny Mathis Christmas oh, yes. album and like he would, I mean, he would pull out the vinyl record and every year he would play it while we put up the Christmas tree. So we had uh, Barbara Streisand Christmas and Neil Diamond Christmas. Oh, yes. We'll not say all the jokes with that one, but, uh, <laughs> and also the, the eight albums or the eight record set of Handel's Messiah. Ooh. Now, that's something that not everyone has. And I don't remember who which symphony it was that did the recording, but there were eight records. Wow. Really? Yeah. Do you still have it? I don't know. I should ask my mother if she still has that one. I do still have the double album, Sinatra, Live at the Sands. Mm, that, that's very top of the list right there. Sinatra, good or bad list most of the time? Ooh. Pro- Ooh. Pro- professionally speaking... And performance-wise, top of the list. Personally, not top of the list. Let's put it that way. He had some issues. Mm-hmm. He had some interesting, yes, issues. <laughs> Nick, he's kind of like you. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. <laughs> Nick, Nick, uh, I don't I think was that, ever at the Sands, but you know. I hope that personally I rank a little bit better. <laughs> but my, my professional career has not hit that peak. But uh, I mean, there's still time. Although, Nick. Hey, there's still time. I don't. I don't think Old Blue Eyes ever brought Santa on stage. So I'm gonna say this is. I think this is I, our third. I was, I was never part of the Rat Pack, so yes, that's true. I think this is Santa's third or fourth visit to the po- podcast. Three at least, I believe. Yes. Right. Yeah. Speaking of visits, I think you're going to be visiting downtown Lee Summit here pretty soon, right? We have some upcoming dates. I was uh, I was at the History Museum last Saturday 
from 3 to 5, and I will be at the History Museum the next three Saturdays from 3 to 5. Come by, get a picture. They have a nice setup there. They even have one of the old aluminum Christmas trees set up, you know. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. wow. That's and they, great. they have some toys from back in the 1800s. They're on display as well. So, yeah, stop by, get pictures. It's And just go through the museum. It's a really a hidden jewel, I think, in this town. There are a lot of things I think that people don't realize we have mm-hmm. in, that, in that little building. And then you're coming back. So Monday the 12th, mm-hmm. uh, we here at Link to Lee Summit always partner with Budget Blinds. And you graciously come visit for a photo event on December 12th at 630 at Budget Blinds in downtown. And in addition to being available for photos, you take a little time to read some stories, some of your favorite Christmas stories. Some of the favorites, some of my favorites, and some of the favorites of people at Christmas time. So, yes, we will do that as well. Take pictures together and just have a great time. And while you're there, if you want to bring out some some gift cards or cash donations for Lee Summit Social Services, those are greatly appreciated. We always try to try to help our friends there who are doing great work for the community. Yes, absolutely. Not required to see me or get pictures or anything, but if just if you want to, that would be wonderful. 100% not required. We just, you know, we're appreciative if it happens. Yeah. Do you still, uh, how do you talk to people about charity? Increasing our charitable works. I just think that, uh, you know, the way I go about it is if you have an opportunity to help someone out, you should take it because not only will you make them feel good, but the feeling that you get is even better. And um, the more you do it, the better you feel, the more people you help. It's a little ripple but it spreads out and it, it, you know, affects more people. You never know when you're helping someone uh, and your hope is that they will also in turn help someone and it just goes forward and goes forward. But it's got to start somewhere. So you start it and see what happens. And just, and it doesn't have to be, you can't, you know, you don't have to sit there and go, well, you know, I don't have the money to do that. It's not about that. It's about doing the little things. Hold a door for somebody. Be of service. Be of service. Just be of service. And uh, that does, you know, be kind. It doesn't cost a thing to be kind. I always remember there was an old, uh, the old TV show. This this is probably even older than MASH. Maybe, maybe I'm not sure. Uh, the Michael uh, Landis, uh, Highway to Heaven. Oh, Highway to Heaven. That was so good. There was a, a an episode. They always had guest stars, right? Mm-hmm. So there was a guest star one episode. I don't know why this sticks in my head. Ned Beatty. And he was a bum. And all he would do was walk around and tell people, be nice. That's all you have to do. That's a great lesson. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, some of the the people that understand that most are the ones that need it, actually need it the most. Right. You know? So, yeah, uh, reach out. Don't be afraid. Reach out. Help someone. Spread the love. And maybe we should ask ourselves, when someone says, what do you want for Christmas? Maybe we should ask ourselves, what do you want to give for Christmas? That's a great idea. I'm going to start a new thing. What do you want to give? Santa, what do you want to give this year? Uh, I want to give uh, new blankets to people in nursing homes and people in hospice care, which we're going to be doing this year. And then we're going to be giving gifts to children at Ronald McDonald House. So that's what we want to do, and that's what we're going to do. That's fantastic. Well, in addition to, you're going to fly around the world and visit everybody. Well, that's a given. Mm. <laughs> this is this is just the added bonus of what you're doing right. this year. Right, yes. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, and 
don't get me wrong, the delivering gifts and getting something to eat in return, that's a pretty good, you know, it's the one night you can break and enter and not get, <laughs> get arrested. Uh, that's wonderful. But uh, the things that really stick with you and mean the most are helping those in need, visiting pe- uh, children in a shelter. We did have done that for many years. And visiting the young at heart. And listening to their stories and their memories from Christmas's past is just the best. It's so wonderful. And so doing those things uh, really mean the most to us. Giving gifts, making toys, all of that is wonderful. But what we're really all about uh, is just kindness and helping those in need. Awesome. Well, you know what? I'm going to be thinking about how I'm going to answer the question. I don't know. But I'm going to give thought to it after the show. What do I want to give? I don't know. I'm going to think about that, though. Liesl, you? You can think about it, too? It's a tough one. I think I need to think about it. I mean, my biggest thing, and I've told you this, is I just want to help cultivate for other people the ability to show up authentically. And I don't know how I'm going to do that this Christmas. May I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think about it. Well, like we've, we've often said on this show, how do you make a difference? You show up. Right. Decisions first, are made by those who show up. First of all, you have to show up. That's the first step. There we go. And be willing. Santa, thank you so much for, for coming back on the show this year, taking a little time out. We're going to see you back and forth over the next few weeks. I yes, can't wait. I'll be in and out. All right. And then we will, we will, well, I won't see you Christmas Eve. No, you will not. But we'll, we'll leave a note. We'll leave some cookies. Thank Maybe? you. I just got a new oven. Maybe we'll make some uh, mince meat pie for you. Some mince pie. That's fine. Just no tacos. No, t- no turkey no tacos. No turkey tacos. I'm going to change your mind, Santa. We don't need any uh, stomach issues on Christmas Eve, okay? <laughs> Especially if it's your Thanksgiving turkey leftovers. Well, that's, that's, you that, know? that would be a real issue. Yeah, that would be a real issue. I don't want to feed you month-old turkey, Santa. <laughs> Thank you. But I, I feel like I need to change your mind on the turkey taco. Ooh, ooh. Well, we'll have to work on it. (laughs) Santa, thank you very much. That's going to wrap us up for this week's episode. We'll talk to everybody on Monday.